The Killer Pod from Outer Space presents Watch This or Die. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Killer Pod from Outer Space. My name is Vinny, and I'm here with my good brother, as always, our voluptuous co-host, what? Jeffrey. hey <laughs> And with us, as always, not even a special treat anymore, just the third co-host. That's what I like. On the Compass Box Distillery Hotline. <laughs> What's up, brother Pete? Yo, yo. Ice is back with a brand new edition. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a bit of a break. Vacation break. Yeah, God. It was like... Three weeks? Yeah, it was a while. Jeez. Well, we we put out one, though. So oh, I know. It, was only a week. it just feels like because you went well, yeah, away yeah, yeah, and yeah. we went away. and. Um, I, don't, I don't know why you bros didn't record while I was gone. We didn't have the, the opportunity. You got the code to the house. I lost it immediately. It's the address. Well, don't tell people that. Jeez. <laughs> One, two, three, four. <laughs> kind of combination an idiot would have on his luggage. I gotta change that. I don't know how. Yeah, you'll figure it out. Google. So what have you guys been doing? I came back bronze, huh? Yeah. See that tan? I see it. Nice item. Sun's out, Usu- guns Usually out. I, uh, I burn, but I came back a little, yeah. little tan from the Dominican. I haven't been doing much of anything. Lots of sleeping, which I've come to enjoy. Um, yeah, stop that. Oh, I love it. But now it's getting nice out. It's a little more tempting to go out and about. So, um, I really want to figure out the next good weather evening to do a viewing of the uninvited outside on the side of the yeah the barn. Definitely looking forward to that. Pete, do you know about that one? I don't think we talked yeah. about it off or so. on here. It's another uh, early '80s gem that got uncovered by uh, vinegar syndrome but it is about a killer cat on a cruise ship mm. yep it sure is it seems ridiculous yet fun and i mean is it is it double feature worthy with chakma uh maybe actually know. that yeah that would be a good double feature need that chakma in my life <laughs> i need to <laughs> Did you just have that on the ready at all times? Dude, I've never I've, seen a baboon go that bananas. Just, I feel like I feel like uh, like the next round of uh, whatever t-shirt sticker designs needs to include a Shockma reference. I'm into it. So into just it. A, a baboon just going ham on a door. <laughs> Red baboon. <laughs> um. All right. Want to kick off with these beers? Yeah. Go Is there? It. All right. So. We are back to a show favorite and a personal favorite of mine, as I mentioned before, Anchorage Brewing Company out of Alaska. This is Incognito Mode, and it is a double India Pale Ale brewed with Incognito hop, or, uh, Hops, DDH with Phantasm Powder, and Mosaic. Goddamn, I love this brewery. What is Phantasm Powder? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Made up. They're starting. They're starting to get the resin of hops, like we would do with weed, Jesus. to top off our bowls. 
So now there's hop resin it's, and so it's like, powder it's like, that they're putting it's in. It's like hop, hop keef. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, that's what I meant. Keef, not resin. Um, but cool can art as always. Some kind of monster guy going on with the gas mask. Got the, the red and blue colors. Their can art's always, yeah. it's always awesome. I gave, uh, I don't have his name offhand, but I gave the their artist a, a follow on the Insta. He has some crazy shit. Monster beyond. face? Is that him? Yeah, it says it right on the can. Oh, shit. Where? Oh. Massive face. Massive not, face. Not monster face. Yeah, I say monster face is someone else, but we, we also follow them. That's uh, face monster. Face monster. Give them yeah. a follow, by the way. It's good stuff out in Central PA. Um, Pete, what do you got? So I have another... I think I drank from this brewery on the last recording, or one of the last two. Another from uh, my trip down in Virginia from Adroit Theory. Mm-hmm. This is now I am death destroyer of worlds it is a double dry hopped IPA um some dope ass metal can art with skulls and swords and pentagrams and it's cool everything we like what's cool is they put um like record they have like food cheese cigar recommendations I love that on there yeah and then they have the music recommendation, which is Death Atlas by Cattle Decapitation, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. I, um, yeah, I love the recommendations. Like, how cool would that job be? Like, yeah, it would be, be a great job. Be tasting cigars, yeah. pairing it with a beer, tasting cheeses, tasting food, listening to some music. I yeah. always liked how um, Adroit Theory did that, and Bear Bottle puts the exact formula or recipe for the beer on the can, which I always thought was cool. Mm. All right. Well, this incognito mode is quite good, as always, and especially any less. A little bit creamy. Yeah, it's yummy. I like it. Yeah, this uh, it says it, this one contains lactose. So yeah, this one doesn't even have lactose, but it comes across like a little bit of um, b- breast milk, maybe. Mm. Ah, I like it. Put some in my coffee. I'm actually surprised someone hasn't done that yet. Oh, it's oh, coming. I'm it's sure coming. Yeah. Some oh, some man. wacky homebrew has definitely done it. Yeah, it's ugh, God. I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> and the only women can sell their breast milk to bodybuilders for hefty sum. Huh. Apparently, apparently that's a big market. Wow. Yeah, I, I would try a breast milk cheese or breast milk breast milk Alfredo. That's weird. No, you would. You would too. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I guarantee you would. Maybe. Pete, would you try it? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? I don't like this conversation I'd, at all. I try pretty much anything. I mean, I love to eat, but you know, telling me it's mother's milk <laughs> might be right. out on that one. What do you well, got? I, I, I wouldn't huh? drink anybody's anybody's breast milk. Yeah, like what if you get like some crackheads breast milk? You don't want that. Well, I wanna, no, I, it, I, if I someone's making me a like, breast milk Alfredo, I'm not going to use crackhead milk. You don't know. No, it's going it to have be like. I wanted to have like the Whole Foods like picture of the person. <laughs> And like where they're from, what they've been eating, yeah, Ugh, like cattle. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. I guess you would want vegetarian breast milk, mm. preferably. Probably, yeah, probably. And you wouldn't want them eating too many sweets, I don't think. Um, maybe if it's like uh, like, like fruit fruit and like you know if it's like like high-end like uh cacao 
high, high right, right, rate. right. But not like Hershey's bars. Maybe eating, um, having a, like a high um, amount of like a variety of nuts in their diet. Oh yeah, this is getting way too specific. <laughs> <laughs> All right, onward. How do we get down that rabbit hole? Uh, you guys, I don't know. I'm like zoned out on the Phillies game over here, picking it's my, my beard. It's my fault. Um, all right, Jeffrey, what do you got in the music front? Man, I don't have anything we haven't talked about before, but me and you were up in uh, Poughkeepsie, New York, for a Doyle and Wednesday 13 show that was maybe the most fun I've had at a show in my life. Um, I had it's, it's up there. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, all the bands were awesome. Yep. All the people, like, like... People were great. We made so many friends. Yeah. Like, just, like... And then, like, just... You know, these smaller shows we go to, you end up seeing the band around the venue, walking around, but, like, just talking to a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, and... I think we talked about on the show. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of Wednesday, but I I really enjoyed the set. Yeah. And I was upset it cut, got cut short. Yeah, it got cut real short. But, but I think I was also deal. enjoying the entertainment value of his stage presence, but also how he was in a particularly diva mood that night. Yeah, it was super was. entertaining. It was, uh, he, it was, it was a was, show. He was so mad at the sound guy for not having his uh, vocals amp loud enough and just kept yelling at him like through the mic, like, turn this fucking amp up right now. I told like, like not even like in a, like a, he was trying to be like a, you know, like rock out, let's turn this amp up. But he was mad. And then like throughout songs, he was like, laying down next to the amp and just like kept putting his thumb up like louder <laughs> and then at one point he like tilted the amp over and it's like uh was like singing in front of it like on his knees but like putting his ear to it like he couldn't hear it it was it was pretty entertaining yeah. it was wild i think he launched it across the, not across the stage but he just like launched it at one point like he picked it up and just like chucked it yeah um that was good yeah it was fun and doyle was just oh my god incredible that I, is i really love that that is some two muscular or not even two like a whole band of muscular sweaty dudes just ripping through metal and it's uh it's intense it is it was awesome it is intense it was so fun though super fun poughkeepsie new york weird town but really cool town really cool town uh and yeah we made just a lot of friends the whole weekend it was very fun yeah it was a very unique situation how we just Kept making buddies. Yeah. People thought we were people that we weren't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. I had a great time. Particularly Friday. Any, any uh, particularly good uh, drinks or eats? Uh, I, I would give a shout out to Zeus Brewing. Their beer was solid. Um, you didn't seem to enjoy it much. And you, but you might have been getting on your feet because it was the first stop of the day. But we went to Plan Plan B Brewing. Yeah, it was okay. I wasn't super I don't know. Impressed. But it, they're mainly um, open fermentation and sours. I've heard of them. Yeah. We get a few of their bottles around here, but it's crazy how much mark, marked up they are from the brewery to getting in Pennsylvania. I bought a few bottles to come home. Yeah. But they had um, some really nice stuff. It's a farm and brewery. They try to raise as many ingredients for each beer on their own farm. Um. Like I said, a lot of open fermentation, a lot of sours. I had a a chili sour, which I don't usually get the pepper beers because they're overly spicy and just pointless. And but this one was barely spicy; just had a really strong flavor of chili peppers, like the flavor of them with the sour. And all the peppers were grown on the farm. It was it was a cool spot. Yeah, 
Uh, King's Court was all right, too. I like King's Court. Yeah. yeah. I don't think... I don't know that there's... There could be, and I could be wrong, but in town, at least, I, the only two breweries were Zeus and King's Court that I remember, and they were both fine. I liked them both. Um, Zeus had a, an English dark that I really liked, so... I don't remember what the heck it was called. I don't remember either. Yeah. Pete, are you a fan of... Um... Either of those bands, Wednesday or Doyle? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't listen to them regularly, but um, I definitely have Wednesday, a bunch of Wednesday on my fall Halloween-ish playlist. Um, Give Doyle and, a listen. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, uh, you know, more so. Yeah, he all, They also had a newer album in 2021 that was quite good. Sweet. Yeah. You got anything in music going on, Pete? I just been listening to my uh, April showers, May flowers playlist that I made on Spotify. That's um, it's really random and all over the place, but I'm I'm really into it because I threw a bunch of like new stuff on there, so it's like it's not listening to the same stuff all over again like I almost always do. I mean, there is some of the usual suspects on there, but sweet, I'll check that out. I always I always love your playlist. What was the one you put out before the April showers one? The last one I would have been winter sometime back in november maybe oh well maybe i'm thinking the april showers one because there was yeah i just i just posted about it like two weeks ago a week or so ago okay um what else what else what else news front watching front anybody i watched uh Uh, the first episode of cursed films part two oh yeah how was that wizard of oz it was good it's um more tragic than cursed, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, uh, oh, and then this <coughs> happened, and it was like, uh, oh, no, it's just a lot of crazy accidents because it was like, what, the 30s or 40s, whatever mm-hmm. it was. They didn't know what they were doing all the way. So, you know, you got like the buddy Epson gets freaking poisoned from his makeup. Um, the woman who played the Wicked Witch got like severely burned during a, a stunt. Judy Garland gets hooked on speed and sleeping pills and becomes an alcoholic like it all happened like during this movie the <laughs> the uh the um the midget hanging himself yeah thing and then the, the they were about that all they were all drunks and party and like it gets into a lot of a lot of it's like just one story that get got elaborated to be like you know a huge thing yeah. but it's, it's good um they do what a time uh, to be alive yeah they do bring on the one like loon uh who's like He's like, I'm going to uh, debunk that this is a bird and it's actually like a little person that hung himself. And as you remember my last video, we de- debunked that uh, Keanu Reeves is not a lizard person. And I was like, oh my oh, God. Boy. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. Uh, what other movies did they do in this season? That's it so far. Rosemary's Baby, I think, came out Thursday. So tonight. Oh, they're doing one at a time. Yeah. That's cool. I always prefer that. Keeps me from yeah. binging yep. too, too fast through it. Agreed. Uh, I will definitely be into the Rosemary's Baby episode. Um, I just have some stuff that I saw in uh, Bloody Disgusting, which is that there's going to be a Wednesday Adams show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with with Christina Ricci, so yeah. that should be sweet. Um, on the opposite end of there's potentially an it prequel which i'm like meh. yeah i saw that too i'm i'm like i'm not up for the i mean with all the you know 
I like that with all the streaming services, there's room for so much creativity because they need content, but I'm not up for the money grabs of, um, like, I enjoyed those movies, the first one more so than the second one, but still both together were, were pretty good. But I, I, I hate the, the cultural grip on Pennywise and how, like, everyone's obsessed with him. Well, yeah. or it, 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 whatever. Yeah, I mean, it was, woman. it was a great performance. I mean, but I could do without a prequel. Is there, um, a, is there a book prequel? Nope. No. Okay, so it would be completely original. Yeah. Um. What else? Uh, really, 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 really looking forward to this Nick Cage movie. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. I've I've heard good things. I don't, it can't possibly be bad. There's uh, no way. Yeah, I, I mean, it just looks like too much fun. In fact, I, I heard him interview that he said that um, he said he's never been scared or hesitant about a movie role ever before this one. And I feel like that's playing because you got to play yourself, man. That's got to yeah. be the hardest to do. Yeah. And you're, and, you're, and you're playing specifically to the people who love you most. Yeah. Right. That's going to be the audience. And uh, he also said in that interview that he believes that he's done his best work in the last 10, 15 years of his life. Um, yeah, I think so. I, I, I mean, I'd certainly say... I mean, like, the last seven or eight, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, there's some, there's some movies I still haven't seen, you know, as much as we've obviously talked about them enough, but um, I haven't seen every movie. Um, I'm, I'm really so. excited to see what he does with Dracula. The, uh, we didn't talk about it on because I think it came out right around the last time we recorded. But what do you guys think of the his look that they have uh, the screenshot? I think it's awesome for Dracula. Yeah, I mean he looked. I'm, I don't mean this in a mean way, but he looks like an old gay vampire. <laughs> That's kind of <laughs> how I took it. Uh, in a lot of ways, that works for Dracula. Yeah, I mean it doesn't yeah. not, doesn't hurt. That's for sure. I mean Dracula when you think about it as one of the first um, um, like openly bisexual right I mean I mean you know he's always portrayed with women but he's you can you know that he's into dudes too right you don't you, yeah. don't you don't live that long without you know tr- tasting every flavor mm-hmm. yeah he was like Ace Frehley sexual predator Ace yep. Frehley oh yeah Ace and whatever Se- but sexual predator not like that, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Don't badmouth my man. No, you took it the wrong way. Well, you said it. The, you know what a sexual predator? is? I know brother? what it is, but that's not what I meant. What about sexual beast? Whatever. No, no, yeah, you're mad. Because, ruined it. No, I didn't ruin it. You ruined it, and I fixed it. And that's why you're mad. Well, um, we have unfinished business. Hit the music. No, hold on. we got other stuff to talk about. We do. I got nothing. Um, I watched a few things. Oh. When did One you of have which, time? Uh, I got off from the trip. Mm. So what did I watch? The highlight was um, uh, Pete recommendation, and recommended recommended from the producer Dana, Fresh on Hulu. Mm. Dude, Pete, did you like it? Yeah, I had a blast with that. Was I, I went in so blind. Um, yeah, that's the best. 
That's the best way to do it. Yeah. Because I, I didn't even know. I saw um, the girl interviewed on a late night show. And I was like, oh, she's cute. I'll probably watch whatever she's in. Um, especially because it's free on Hulu. And going in blind, not even knowing that it is what it is. Or any at all what the genre is. I thought it was going to be a rom-com. Well, I wasn't going in that blind. But like, based on the on the description, I thought it was going to be... Like, maybe a, maybe a dark comedy about her dating, like, a cannibal and trying to deal with the the issues, you know, in the dating world with that or something like that. I and mean, that, that's not what the movie's about. Right. Um, Jeff, you gotta watch this one. This, yeah, I will. I, I think you'll dig it. It, um... It, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but... So it but it had some, like, elements of American Psycho. It had some elements of... Like, as far as, like, culinary and cooking and stuff of the Hannibal TV show, it was, it was cool. Um, I also watched C for Me. Did you see that one, Pete? C for Me. On no. Shutter? I don't think so. Um, I, I mean, I would give it a watch. Like, it was a good cat and mouse movie. Um, the main character and and victim is a blind woman that's house sitting and it's like home invasion and her trying to deal with it with with being blind um it was a little predictable also like the other one i watched uh no exit you see that one no uh that one was more of like a who done it everyone's trapped at a rest stop during a blizzard um, and they find a little girl out in a van in the parking lot that was clearly kidnapped by one of the people inside the rest stop and rest stop, and they're trying to figure out who did it. Uh, I like movies like that. Yeah, it was it was thrilling, but then ended up being it was a little predictable, but still the juice was worth the squeeze, as they would say. Oh, squeeze the juice. All right, that's the few things I watched. I feel rushed. Jeff is rushing along here. Not rushing along. I just I didn't watch anything. Well, maybe you need to stop sleeping and stop watching this old house. Both of those things. And yeah. Golden Girls, and get on watching. First of all, I need to start watching the Golden Girl. I need to binge that through, because damn, I love that show. I remember there was a point when I was in my early twenties. It was on like four different channels, I know. and it, it, yeah. there was always a point in the day where Golden Girls was. Yeah, there. I remember that. I really got into it. Yeah, you know there was like a sequel to the show, Golden Palace, Golden Kingdom or something. They like bought a hotel. Golden Shower. Yeah, I think it, what is it? Golden Shower? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I never heard of that. I think that was a different one. It was very short-lived? Yeah, I think it was only like a season or two. But I don't think B. Arthur was in it. I think it was Sophia, Blanche, and um, Betty White. Hmm. And I don't, but I don't think. They bought a hotel. They bought a hotel. I don't know if I dig that. I don't know. I mean, I only watched Golden Girls with my grandmother. It wasn't something that I best, explored. Best two shows I ever got to watch with my grandmother. 227 and Golden Girls. I got to watch Golden Girls with my grandmother with my grandfather on trips to, like, I would, uh, my parents would send me to stay with my grandparents in uh, Florida for like a yeah, week or something. Are you going to talk about hiding behind the recliner? No, that's the, <laughs> that's the other grandparents. No, yeah. with my, this grandfather watching um, Twilight Zone and Alfred Hitchcock presents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't get um, into those till later in life. I mean, he just watched from six a.m. till roughly eleven a.m. 
Fox News guy. Yeah. Then from 11 a.m. until sleep, so around 6 p.m., TCM. Mm. So. Trying classic. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. That's how I, he, he gave me all my universal monster knowledge, all that stuff. Mm. Now can we hit the music? Yes. Okay. Hit the music. We're finishing this up. It is go time. It's the final four. Final four. We're a little late. We understand the tournament ended. Yeah. But we're sending this tournament. We're giving you more That's tournament. Right. Tournament uh, exposure. More, more time to get on FanDuel and place your bets for the killer pod. All right. So, final four. Give us, uh, give us the lowdown here. All right. So, as you recall... We had two separate fields, right? We had the hard field and the metal field. And they're all going to meet for the finals. And they're all going to meet for the finals. But right now, we're in the final four for the whole thing. So on the horror side, we ended with the last two to get into the championship game. The Thing versus Scream. On the metal side... Get into the championship for the whole enchilada. Vinny's favorite, Pantera, versus... Get your pool. Cannibal Corpse. Now, I want to bring up that Municipal Waste put up a hell of a fight. <laughs> Getting way further than they now, deserve to. would you guys have predicted the Final Four to go this way? No. I didn't think Scream was going to be there for sure. I could have saw Pantera and Cannibal Corpse getting in there. Maybe not even the thing. No, I think I could have saw the thing. But Scream's definitely the there's dark so many, horse. There's so many different ways this could have went. Yeah. I um, I had a feeling that I'd be fighting tooth and nail for Pantera, and they would have gotten eliminated in the, in the what's it called? Eight? I don't know. Elite Eight? Well, let's do but it. But I'm glad they made it. I think Pantera had a pretty easy ride. Yeah, I think so, too. I think no matter what, Vinny was taking Pantera, so it didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, don't even bother asking me. Yeah. All right, so let's start with horror then. Thing versus Scream. I'm not even sure how Scream got here. I'd really have to go back and who listen. Who did they beat last round? Dude, who, first, who listen, to, listen to who they beat all together. Right. First round. I was going to say they are their team. Yeah, they, <laughs> David Ar- led by David Arquette. Um, first round, they somehow got past the Hills Have Eyes. Then the second round, they beat the Devil's Rejects. And then, in some sort of weird Cinderella... Buzzer breeder? Buzzer breeder? Yeah, they, it, Scream beats Psycho. Yeah, okay, that's where it goes a little weird. I mean, that, yeah, that, that's a buzzer breeder shot. I mean, that's wild. That's a, that's a two-seed. That, that's Nev Campbell <laughs> throwing it up. Matt yeah. Portline. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, like I said, I don't really remember, but I think it was Pete that Really brought him to the dance. I, I, I'm high on Scream right now because that new movie was pretty good. Right. I really dug the new one. All right, but are you high enough to? Yeah, who wants to go in here? Go against John Carpenter? Look, look, I'm awful proud that Scream made it because you know, and, and this is one of the things I think. I think I probably talked it up a bit, maybe gotten into your guys' head a little bit. I don't know, um, but it's not even. You know, like I said, I'm I like the new movie, but uh, what this movie did for horror in the late '90s, you know, it, we we'd be looking at a different field of action, I think, with if Scream had never come out. I um, agree. 
So, um, awful proud of it, but the thing. I mean, my favorite. It's my favorite horror movie. Fucking Kurt Russell, baby. Kurt Kurt Russell, Keith David, Wilford David, Wilford Brimley. Brimley. No great, mustache. Great, great diabetes brother. That's how you know? That's how you knew you couldn't trust him in this movie. No mustache. No mustache. Yeah, that's right. He didn't have his Quaker oats or nothing with him. Um, effects off the chains. Like some of the coolest effects I had ever seen. Uh, I mean, we were. I've already told the story. Mind, mind blowing effects. Like, yeah. And like Kurt Russell, as a child, as a teenager, as an adult, I have had so much love and appreciation for this movie. Um, Kurt Russell as McCready, like that is the most like G character, like just the man, takes control, level headed. The dude has he grows some epic facial hair oh too. Oh my god, he does. I think about his whole life. I mean, his his beard and bone tomahawk. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. The mustache and tombstone. Yep. Iconic. Yep. Um, I don't know if you saw upstairs, but I got a thing board game that oh, we gotta dive into. No, I did not. It's in depth. I bet. Like, I'm, I'm gonna watch a few YouTube videos. Oh so. boy. But just think back to that first time you saw that dog transformation. Oh, dude. Oh my god. I mean, it's it's sticky. And... It's gross. It's horrifying. The dog and the monster out of the stomach yep. clamping on the hands. Yes, that, yeah. that one got me to jump, remember? Yeah, yeah. So is it unanimous? Is it the thing? I believe so. All right, the thing. To the championship! Now is where it gets tricky. Actually, I guess that wasn't really tricky. Scream, like I said, I think Pete brought it to the dance um, with his... I don't think it was undeserved that it got to the final. I course. don't think it beats Psycho personally, but hey. Whatever. Yeah, that, I mean that's tough. Um, but yeah. also, I mean, I know we're talking single movies here, but it carries a franchise with it. Yeah, but we we told we talked about that. That doesn't matter. Right, I know. That's why. I, but I also like the Psycho sequel. That's why Friday the Thirteenth got bumped in the first round too. Mm, I like the did. Psycho sequels as well, yeah. but I don't think they're. I mean, they don't stand up to the... Yeah. Like, well, to Scream 2 and the most recent one. Right, but the Psycho sequels were like... Kind Can't of direct-to-video, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, so moving on to metal. Do we have to even ask Vinny? Like, does it go to you at all? Let me say my piece. All right. Pantera versus Cannibal Corpse. We all know where I'm going here. But, let me just say, Cannibal Corpse... I probably mentioned... It, uh other rounds leading up to this big part of my discovery of death metal and death metal is probably the number one number two genre i listen to um they are the forefathers of it in my eyes i know there's older bands than them but cannibal corpse is what put it on the map for me jim carrey's favorite band uh they have grotesque names of songs that i really liked sharing with um um, students in middle school to freak them out. <laughs> couple couple phone calls to my parents about why I'm listening to this. Big part of my life, Count Corpse. But Pantera is my favorite. I think they are heavy metal gods, and that's who I'm going with. Some of the best drums, the best guitar in heavy heavy metal, and Phil with his ridiculous vocals. Yep. I just want to say that I feel like Anthrax got jobbed here. No. They should definitely be in the final. No. 
Um, damn, I don't. Pete, how do you feel about this one? I don't know where I'm going yet. I'm I'm taking Prince Hera to the Holy Land or oh. to the not Holy Land but the uh, Unholy Promise, Land. Prom, Promise Land, Promise Land, I should say. Um. Yeah, I mean everything Vinny said about uh, Cannibal Corpse. Um. I love him, but um. Yeah, I think I think Pantera is deserving of the of the top spot. Also, yeah, the, the best neck in metal. The championship, championship belt. Yeah, neck, cool. best best neck in metal, definitely Cannibal Corpse. But yeah, oh, Corpse um, Grinder. I thought you were talking about Phil for a second. No. I was like, hold on. Um, but I will say this: if Municipal Waste had taken out Cannibal Corpse, I would be voting for Municipal Waste. Yeah, I, mean, I think I Oof. would too, actually. Oof. So. I, I I guess I'm in the same boat because the way I'm looking at it now is like Pantera moved on already, whatever. But it's just like, what would I listen to on a more regular basis? Like, what's coming on more steady? That's Pantera. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I listen to them both a lot. No, same. But I'm I mean, but on Pantera the... also across all albums. Yeah. Uh, yeah. First thing in the morning, you put you you turn on the stereo and you're driving to work. You're not always gonna want to listen to Camel Corpse. Right, exactly. You're not always gonna want to listen to Pantera either. But there's a little bit more Pantera that yeah. might fit that spot than Animal Corpse. Yeah, and, I think and like... if you wanted something a little, you know, if you're in that mellow mood, Pantera's got that for you too. You put on some Planet Caravan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I would say you know, in the morning, if you want to, you know, little Cemetery Gates just get you going. Yeah. I mean, that or like Domination. Yeah. God, I love Domination. Or you can go. The opposite way, and you can do like I come blood. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right, I mean that's right. a, that's a big other, jump other for your morning. Yeah. yeah. All right. So the f- well, I'm, all mornings are different. That's true. Some mornings you're just feeling great. Some not so much. Some mornings start at one o'clock in the afternoon. See, like on your drive to work, like when you get the coffee, waiting for it to cool down, I'm like, oh man, I need to get some domination going to get me ready for this coffee in my day. Then after the coffee, we got that little caffeine buzz going that's when i come blood comes on like now i'm pulling up to work someone's about to get fucked up yeah shit's about to go down (laughs) all right the grand finale here it is the 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 thing versus pantera now you can look at this many different ways Vinny will only look at it one way i'm sure but here we go all right well let me just jump in first Mm -hmm. so this is very recent. I don't know if I mentioned I love Pantera. <laughs> Here's as far as this bracket goes, as far as this show goes, as far as this discussion goes, the chink in their armor. They don't have the horror element as the rest of the bands. They don't have the horror element, obviously, in the horror movies that it and the thing that is paired up against. And strictly out of recency bias and love for the movie and John Carpenter and Kurt Russell and those effects that we talked about and all the paranoia and the snow-covered land, I'm going for the thing. Wow. I'm actually very Whoa. shocked. <clears throat> um, I didn't have it nearly as in-depth as you. I was just going to say... A viewing of the thing makes me happier than listening to Pantera. 
Not that that doesn't make me happy. But, like, getting sucked into that movie and just being on my couch for however long watching that. And it never gets old. Um, Pantera's got some tracks maybe I'm going to skip through. Yeah. That's a good way of tipping the scales. I, I didn't think about it that way. Like, the thing, yes, if I'm flipping through the channels on TV and it's on, no matter what point in the movie, I'm staying with it. So you do have like, this short burst. Mm. But I can watch that start to finish. I mean, if someone says, let's throw on the thing, I'm not saying no. There's, I, I can't picture a time of day, time of year, any mood or mental space where I'm saying no. Yep. To watch that entire movie and get the same enjoyment out of it today that I got from it as a child mm -hmm. and a teenager. Pantera, I always enjoy, but like you said, you're skipping songs, you're going yeah. album to album. Yeah, sometimes you're not in the mood to hear something, you just pop through it. Um, it's actually, it, I mean, it's been a, I don't remember the last time I listened to a Pantera album front to cover back. to cover. Yeah. Um, I can, and I have listened to all the songs many times before, but not like, you would a movie start to finish. Right. Pete, what are you thinking? It's a unanimous vote. Okay. Or the thing. The thing is. Reign Supreme. You are first annual Killer Pod from Outer Space. 2022. March Madness champion. March Madness champion. That was fun. It's a. You think John Carpenter knows? Uh, I'll call him. Oh, no. Yeah. Maybe he'll write a new intro. <laughs> yeah, we'll He's get him. He's working on it right now. Yeah, we'll get him to get the synth out. Um, him and his son can collab on it. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> but yeah, that was cool. I mean, there was definitely some surprises along the way. I will say that. Yeah. I'll have to save that paper it, it and get laminated. It could have been really uh, predictable and didn't end up that way. No. I'm excited to see what we put together for next year. We're going to change it up a bit. Yeah. Something different. Yeah, we'll figure something out. we got a year to do it. Um. But yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Who won the actual tournament? Kansas. Yeah. Mm. Should have been Villanova. Yeah. Now they got spanked by Kansas. It was not fun to watch. Really? Yeah. Bad. Yeah. They were down like 20 within like the first five minutes or something. Damn. Yeah, it was bad. They, they, they started creeping back in, but then they would fall again. It was... Mm. Um, but that's done now. And that brings us to the, the main event? I guess. Not watch the main event. Die. Let's watch this or die time. Except... We're going to have a brief intermission. All right. Before we get into uh, the Watch Us or Die, we're doing a two-beer feature episode tonight, mainly because we have so many beers to get through from uh, Tavor that a lot of them are like drink fresh. Not this one in particular, but still. Anyway, this is from Talia Brewing Company in... Williamsburg, Brooklyn, New York. It is the Al Dente Italian style Pilsner. Hmm. Oh, mamma mia. Yeah, I figured that would be a nice crisp way to finish off the episode. Uh, me and Jeff also had sausage, pepper, and onion sandwiches tonight for dinner. That's true. So, Italian style Pilsner it seems fitting. It's a very good sandwich, by the way. Someone's got to create a sauce for them sandwiches. Just like a little barbecue, not barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Pete, those lines. You, put a, you want a barbecue sauce on it? I didn't say I wanted it. I said, did you ever do uh, that? You, you know what I make is I make a pepper relish. Mm. Yeah, I see a pepper relish. Mm -hmm. Like it, like like a tomato, a warm tomato pepper relish. Mm -hmm. And then do you Perfect still thing. do like the sliced bell peppers? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can, I can okay. get behind that. 
I put it on the roll with mayo. Mayo and pepper relish on the roll. Peppers, on, peppers and onions on top, and then maybe even a little bit more relish. Wow. After Jeff mentioned eating like a sauce, like I was thinking of something like really like vinegar based, either balsamic yeah. or red wine vinegar. Yeah, I put vinegar in there. Yeah. Well, this is truly an Italian style Pilsner. It is crisp and refreshing. So what I have. Nice, even is... 5%. My beer is also 5%, and it is Trader Joe's. Mexican beer, Trader Jose. I didn't even know Trader Joe's was doing their own beer too. Yeah, I have to drive to Princeton to, to get to get one the one that sells booze. But it's like it's not it's only like ten minutes further than the one in Montgomeryville. So and they have like all their like they have their own whiskey, they have their own tequila. Their liquor's like, not bad. Shane had me good. try their uh their reposado tequila, yeah, not bad, not bad at 20, all. Twenty and it's twenty bucks. Yeah, and he said the the um, white tequila is pretty good, you know, for a margarita or a mixed drink. Yeah, yeah it's better than Kirkland, I think. He uh, said, the, only, uh, the only advantage Kirkland has is they sell handles, but you know whatever. He said the bourbon's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you're making mixed drinks, it doesn't matter. Um, their beer. I mean, this tastes exactly like a, like a Pacifico. Okay. I dig it. You alright this there, Jeffy? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Alright, watch this or die. Pete, you want to, you want to, uh, introduce this one? You, you, sure. uh, shouted out the idea. So I had, I had heard, um, some things about this movie, some ramblings, um, and it's all, it's, uh, if you're listening and you have Shudder, uh, it's on there for free. I think it is a Shudder original, is it? No, it's a bloody no. disgusting movie. Okay. Um. Which was my first hint that it probably was going to be something. <laughs> oh, stop it. So it's uh, in an Espanol, right? Argentinian, yes, sir. Uh, came out in 2020. Director Maximiliano Contenti. Uh, that sounded more Italian. Yeah, it did. But, you know, well, that, maybe, maybe he is Italian. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? You don't know. Um, so I'll just read the plot here off of IMDb. It's a soaking wet day with rain pouring down, and one of the best things to do is go seek refuge in a great old cinema. There's just one problem. A murderer is on the loose, and he's also asked to take refuge there. Um, this movie, it was um, it was a bit of a slow burn in the beginning. It, it, you know, you're following kind of like five different subplots that are all part of the greater plot, and uh, like people that are ending up at this movie theater it's an old movie theater run by this guy he's like he's got cancer or something he's his he's sick and his daughter doesn't want him to be there anymore she's studying for exams she stays to play the last movie of the night then you have like this like couple on a first date you have this group of young uh hoodlum youths uh, <laughs> like all sipping off some bottle or something um 
you have an old man there by himself, uh, a girl who, there who's stood up by her fate, and then a young boy who snuck in and is secretly watching a horror movie, which is, uh, what is it, Frankenstein? Frankenstein Day of the Beast, which is actually a real movie from 2011. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, Dude, I've got to stop you real quick. Like, you're saying there's five subplots that tie into the plot. There's no plot whatsoever. Right, yeah, yeah, no, it's just... You're you're slowly introduced to like why these people are there. I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's it's basically just a bunch it. of people in the theater. Yeah. But that's um, my but biggest that's my biggest gripe with the movie is um that it is not that it's subtitled, that it's subtitled, but it doesn't matter. You don't nothing these people say or really do makes a difference in the movie. Yeah, that's true. It's I I kind of took it as like a. Um, turn your brain off and just go for the ride thing. Uh-huh. But I I was bummed because I was totally expecting like a Demoni or like popcorn thing where like full yeah. crowded theater and like blah. But then when it was just like the eight people or whatever, I was like, oh man, well, that's kind of a bummer. In a slasher setting, you couldn't have a full theater. Like how's he going to mow down with that little tiny knife a full theater of people? You had to have him like picking off one at a time. Without people noticing, it's just the structure of the, but the the no plot thing. I mean, that's it, I didn't think about it that way. Like, yeah, there, there is no plot. You just you get a little bit of tiny backstory of why these people are there, and then they're there, and you see them start to get picked off, and there's a little bit of final girl at the end. So um, this could have probably easily been like a short. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, it is. They it's want it to be eighty-eight minutes, so it's not super long. Yeah, but they could have like condensed yes. it down. Um, but I have to say, I mean, the kills are awesome. Yep, a hundred percent with you. Um, and the the killer once he's revealed is like pure psychopath, which is cool. Like you can tell that he, there's no reason. Right. It's funny when yeah. uh when he rolls up in the beginning in his car and he pulls up his little jar. Eating the olives? Yeah. yeah. So in my notes, well, I was like, dude, road think. olives. What a great idea. Yeah. Just have a jar of olives. But then you find out later in the movie, it's eyeballs. If and... I ever gotten someone, if I ever, like someone ever pulled up and they had olives in their passenger seat, that big jar of olives, I would not get in that car. No? No. That's I, a great idea. But the one we see him eat before he goes in the theater, it was an olive jar. He ate the last olive and then it became the olive. Ah, because I thought he spits the pit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought it was definitely, so. It was yeah. definitely an olive. All right, cool. And then it became the eyeball jar. Yeah, I thought that was, I was like, brilliant. I should, <laughs> you should always have pickled things in your car. <laughs> um, I mean, I really enjoyed this one. I, I The kills were awesome, um, especially the the steak pipe through the couple couple's yeah. heads while they were yeah. smooching. Like that, that was pretty gnarly. Um, I loved the huge head nod to Giallo. Well, yeah. Both directly and indirectly. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I mean, the... There's a giant Dario Argento opera poster. Yes. Very yep, yep. predominant. And then movie. from that point when I saw that, I was trying to catch what yeah. the other posters Did were. Did you see Robocop? I saw Robocop, <laughs> but like the, you know, yeah. the Spanish Ro- version. Robot Policia or yeah, whatever yeah. it's called. I want that poster now. Um... Yeah, I was trying to catch more of the posters, but other than Robocop, I didn't really see much that I knew. So, 
the Giallo references were very on the nose for certain things, especially all the eye kills. I mean, that's a big Giallo thing. They just took it to a whole other level mm-hmm. with, excuse me, carving the eye, eyes out and all that. Uh, the the color scheme was beautiful with like the glow of the movie plus all the neon in certain areas of the theater. I thought that was awesome and very Giallo esque. Yeah, and, they made they did a really good job of making you feel like it wasn't a new movie. Yeah, yeah, and the score was awesome. Yeah, with the synth, but also like really gothic at times. Uh, I had a lot of fun with this. I uh, I like the credits uh, score. That was really good. I didn't the opening score. I actually didn't like at all. Really? Yeah. I was like, ooh, this but sounds the, the credits, the closing credits one, I really liked a lot. The um, opening one I thought was super menacing. And the dark. thing that tipped me off to what was going to happen almost immediately is when they made it 1993. Because I was like, of course they do, because they have to have a reason for these people to not have cell phones. Right. Well, so I was reading some people's. Uh, I love reading letterbox reviews because. Whether it's good reviews or, or bad reviews, they're usually... I mean, there's a lot of clever ones, especially when they're bad reviews. Like, the way they trash a movie is super clever. There was a lot of love for the nostalgia for the 90s, which I didn't get from no, this really movie at all. wasn't any, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I mean, said, if, if, it, didn't, if it didn't throw up that it, that it was, you know, takes place in 1993, I would have thought it was taking place in the 80s. Um... Yeah, so I, I didn't get a love for the 90s nostalgia. Yeah, definitely didn't pick up any nostalgia at all. Yeah, there was no, yeah. Like I said, it was just trips. they put up 93, and I was like, oh, of course, because they can't have cell phones because they're going to get trapped in this theater. Like, I knew, you know what I mean? I knew that was coming. How was oh. there not an emergency exit? There, like every mo- wasn't there? Doesn't she? No, because... Cause it's like a, it's sort of a shopping mall, isn't it? Yeah, they're all just trying to get out the front door. The well, time. the one girl the, almost gets the, out the roof. The roller door was sealed shut, and that was, I guess, the only way in and out. Which, yeah, doesn't make much sense. I don't know. I, I had a lot of fun with it. This is one that uh, will probably get a rewatch for me. I would like to see this at, at like a, um, in a in a Mahoning setting. Nah, I don't. I don't think it's necessary to see it there. I don't think it's necessary to rewatch. I don't even think you need to watch it. Are you serious? Yeah, it's, there's not. You don't give it a watch. No, there's not enough meat on the bone for me to say like, oh, you definitely need to check this out. Like, if you're into fun kills and you're a fan of Jalos, sure, watch it. But like to the average person that says, give me something to watch on Shutter, this is not gonna be. Don't forget that we all shat all over the Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing. And we're like, yeah, but definitely watch it. Well, yeah, I know. And people are, like, <laughs> loving it now. It's, like, it's already coming around where people are like, oh, yeah, it's just so, like, um, um, satirical. Like, and I was like, I must have missed that. I thought it was being so very serious. You say, if you were telling the average person, you wouldn't tell them to go watch it on a shutter. First of all, who are you talking to that's the average person that even knows what Shudder is? Second of all, do we have any average person listeners? You're saying if you're a horror fan, you wouldn't say watch this. No. That's absurd. You, it, uh, wow, I'm getting heated and throwing microphones. Being ridiculous. I'm, I'm, I'm a horror fan, and I don't think I needed to even watch it if it wasn't for this show. Like I said, I think if they would have brought the 
the uh, pack, <clears throat> excuse me, pack theater kind of aspect to it. It was just this was too convenient with I no see... with no story, which is I like can... whatever. But at the same time, it's like all right, we just made this movie to like have these cool kills. I'm with Vinny that like a pack theater might not have worked, but you definitely could have had like 20 more people there. Yeah. And then, then maybe it's like a group against this guy or like, or everyone just separate and he's picking them off or whatever. But I gave it a watch. I mean, I enjoyed it. I strongly give it a watch. Like I'm very confused about your take on this. I mean, it's pretty simple. (laughs) I just don't think it was worth the watch. I think if you're into like cool kills and stuff, that's fine. But you're not gonna leave. But it, it wasn't. It wasn't even a mindless movie just about the kills. But it was. It was very well put together with the cinematography and, like that's, I said, that's the, fine. the color schemes were be- like really beautiful. The set design was, the music, and I think it's freaking awesome that in 2020 we got such a strong like tip of the hat to Giallo like. I never would have thought that would have happened. I mean, it's happened a few times now. I mean, but... Astron Six did it in like 2015. I know, but we're but that we're still seeing it, and this was it was a different take on it. Like the whole eyeball thing is the the eye kills were such a big thing in Giallo's, like, and they took it like eyeballs to the well to the extreme, yeah, to the I extreme, mean, the most extreme. Um, Ooh, when he cuts his own out, oh. Oh yeah! Just imagine that, that pain. Good. Oh yeah. my god. Um, oh, the killer is the guy who directed Day or Frankenstein: Day of the Beast. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I read that little tidbit. Mm. So I don't know if he was an American guy or what, but the movie was definitely in English and not like dubbed. It was English, English. But yeah, I mean, look, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm not saying it gets bad. I'm not saying I hated it. I just I don't. You're telling people not to watch it. It's. Like I said, like it's just a, it's sixty minutes of a movie to have five cool kills. There's no, there's a little suspense. I shouldn't say there's no suspense, but like this dude never is in trouble or even remotely, um, uh, remotely like. Uh, challenged until like the last five minutes of the movie all right ten minutes whatever but yeah i mean i don't know i mean i I think the the atmosphere is a big part of it um i don't i don't think there's any other slasher that takes place in a movie theater that i know of popcorn that wasn't a slasher though yeah it kind of is I think that was a mixed bag of all different things. Okay. I like that they Scream showed... too. <laughs> I like that when, like... So you don't know... Like, you're trying to figure this guy out. And then once you realize that, like... He's still... Like, he just wants to kill the kill. And he's willing to kill, like, the little kid. Like, he... And that just shows that he's, like, pure psychopath. Yeah, I guess. I mean... Um, it, like, even that didn't, like do anything for me because like I said it was just like alright I mean yeah of course of course what like of course he's gonna want to kill a little kid like it's there's only six people in this movie I don't know why he would just let the little kid walk away 
I just this wasn't for me. That's all. What do you think about the stuff at the end of the little kid? Is he a little psycho? Yeah, I didn't know what to think of that because the the one homeless old I don't know if he's homeless actually, but the one old man comes back when the police get the door open, and I was like, well, why is he back? Like, what is that? Am I supposed to be thinking something here? I think the kid was a little killer. Not saying that like it was a twist that he was doing it or helping the killer, but I think he had like remember all the scene. There was a lot of scenes where uh, he was very interested in the violence, like when the girls walking him through the theater and she keeps saying, "Look at your shoes," and he kept like wanting to look around and see. Well, the that's carnage. child curiosity. Yeah, but there was just a lot of that where he kept like looking out of his way to see the violence or get a peek at it kind of thing more than a little kid should have like he wasn't really scared mm. there were some under there were some under lines I think for that nah, I didn't pick it up I thought he was just terrified by the end but uh, yeah whatever I mean it was it was fine I, just, I don't think there's a reason that I would tell someone that they should see it that's all. That's all. Like, the, they don't give you a reason enough to care about any of these people dying. Like, there's no story arcs other than, like, all right, this guy's on a first date, and these kids are just boozing out, having fun, and the girl is studying for an exam, and her dad is the projectionist. How many slashers... Do you have in your pocket where they have a lot of character development where you care deeply about the characters? I didn't say care deeply. I said there's just no reason to care about them. Okay, but isn't that every slasher? No. Is that isn't? I think that's, that's the point of a lot of slashers. Oh, they at least always build the final girl up. This was just like she's there and she knows how to run a projector. There's just no story. That's all. I mean, look, there's just it's just kills for the sake of kills, which is fine. That's, that's, that's I very strongly disagree that that was not the point of making this movie. It was definitely not in their intention, or and it's not the impression that I got at all that it was kills for the sake of kills. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, you can be mad all you want. I mean, but that's the point. Is that not everyone likes what you like? <laughs> Yeah, but you're poo-pooing it. I'm not poo-pooing it. I said it's fine. It's just I wouldn't tell anyone to go watch it. It's not worth your 80 minutes. 88 minutes, whatever it was. It's just... it's. And if you were going to watch it, I'd tell them to fast forward 40 minutes into it. Because the, the talk... When he said, Pete, when you say slow burn, I mean, it's beyond slow. Like, there's a whole just like slow motion sequence of this killer dude walking up steps with his bag of what was in the bag by the way they never really get into that do they uh well the jar and then and, and then that little tiny knife that he yeah used. i was gonna say he just had the little knife and then he broke the bar like he found the bar there because when they had the bag i thought that was going to play like a part like there's going to be something in there that meant something or I mean they had all the gumballs falling down the stairs and him giving the gumball back to the kid and then all the eyeballs falling down the stairs yeah, it was like just I don't really know what the point of that was either yeah I know you're saying big dude <laughs> they do sort of throw like 
two red herrings out where Javier, the projectionist that's supposed to take over for the dad, calls out. Mm-hmm. So for a minute, I was like, oh, it's going to be the other projectionist. And then, no. <laughs> and then there was another point where uh, it seemed like the kids early in the, the, the derelict kids are waiting for someone that never shows up. Yeah, they're like sitting out front drinking that vodka or whatever it is. And they're like, oh, I can't believe he stood us up or whatever. Because they were like waiting for another person. Hmm. But that was it. I was like, oh, maybe it's one of them. And then it's just completely independent of everyone. It's just like random. Rando wild, dude. Yeah. The theater is cool. The theater itself was really cool. But I don't, whatever, you know. Alright, fair enough. Any, any last takes on that one, Pete? Nope. No. Alright. <laughs> I'll do better I'll do better next time. Nah. I mean two out of three. It's not like I was you uh Have was, you guys seen Wild Wild West? With Will Smith? I think that that could be a good uh With Will Smith? Yeah, I'm just joking. And Kevin Klein? Yeah, but no, no lie, I fucking love that movie. I hate that movie. I don't think I've ever seen it. I remember I the giant love, spider thing. I love Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. Oh, yeah. I do not. Who's the bad guy in that? Sir Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, who, who, definitely. Just won, who just won an Oscar for writing uh, Belfast. Mm. Oh, he wrote that? Are you serious? He wrote and directed Belfast. Ah, that's funny. And he is the villain in, in Wild Wild West. Times well, uh, have changed. He was a madman in that. I'd he's not... also in, he's also in Dunkirk. You know. And now Will Smith's the madman. Yeah, what's gonna happen to him? Nothing. Literally nothing. nothing. He'll just, he just can't go to the Oscars for like ten years. Oh, big big whoop. Yeah. He wants to go to the Oscars anyway. Oh yeah. I feel like he's getting. Uh, they, I, I, they just won't leave it alone. It keeps getting brought up. Yeah, they need to. If yeah, they need to leave it alone. Uh, but I mean, look, he can make the next Bad Boys. He can make, uh, you know. Like, he can still make movies. Nothing's stopping him from making movies unless somebody doesn't want to hire him. Yeah. But if you look on his IMDb page, he's got like ten movies and like pre or post production so you know whatever yeah, he's still super rich so yeah I, I don't think what he did was right but I'm not sitting here like cursing him uh, no not at all funny as all hell I mean I think Jada Biggin Smith hates him which that's sad yeah I mean his personal life sounds like it's not fun yeah yeah I think Chris Rock's uh, ticket sales went through the roof oh I'm sure it's like a Freaking, what's it called? Yeah. I saw a clip like he he had a show like five days later, and he was like, "Look, I don't really know what to say about that thing. <laughs> I will talk about it eventually." And everyone's like cheering because they think it's gonna be like the first thing he talks about. But he's got a set, so it's like, you know. But whatever. I mean, well, I think um... I think he reacted. Like he handled it like a fucking professional. Yeah, and frankly, what it, with my 
Uh, I don't even want to get into it. I'm going to stop. I don't, <laughs> I don't, no, 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 because it's not worth talking about, like, to Jeff's point. Yeah. I was just about to, like, start something, but no need to talk about it. All right. Well, we, uh, we're done, right? Yeah? Anything else? Oh, at least so. All right. Pete, man, thanks for coming on again and finishing up the bracket with us and mm-hmm. partaking. And, uh, you know, next time, pick a better movie. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Like I said, it was fine. It's just I wouldn't recommend it. Um, Benny, any any closing thoughts? Um, I propose when we jump back into War Games next episode, let's do one of our... Uh, deep dives Oscar category style into a certain year in the cinema okay we can do that I'm into that why don't you pick the year alright I'll think about it think about it while I'm doing one of my many sleeps it'll, it'll come to me in a dream better think about it quick yeah. I gotta start watching alright well <laughs> until next time <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm Jeff He's Pete, and he's Vinny. Love, peace, and chicken grease. We are out of here. And we're out.